Episode 39. What do you think? I'm amazed. That I'm devoting myself so generously to someone else? No. That you found someone even more clueless than you are to worship you. I'm I'm Asus, the man on the other side of the mic is EC. Hey, what's going on, Asus? Good to see you again, brother. How you doing? Good, yourself? Doing well, healthy. All the kids are good. It was a good weekend up until about, I think I watched the game at about three. I had a bunch of uh, soccer and um, football and all that other stuff. So good up until I watched the game. How are you doing? Uh, the same. I mean, it's... I mean, I got I was away obviously for two weeks, and then uh, I come back, and it seems like everybody at work doesn't do their damn job. So <laughs> I'm away for two weeks, and then I come home, and then things happen, and it's like, okay, <laughs> I'm like the de facto, de facto go to guy, mm-hmm. and it's just it just it's ruined my week since Friday night, Friday afternoon. You see, just put it that way. I have team, I have people on my team that just don't pull their weight. Um, and it's just it's just frustrating so and then you know just trying to recruit and you know being away from the family for two weeks and then you know you know just trying to get some rest so yesterday was a long day you know started off with united and then it's just a long day waited to the cowboys and the cowboys just stunk it up last night i mean it's guys it's just i'm just glad this weekend's over just put it that way if you understand if you know what i mean yeah, I'm glad it's over to to an extent. Um, you know, we got quick turnaround again. I mean, we I think we get right back at it on Wednesday night uh, in Turkey, and I know, um, you know, historically th- those fans are crazy town, yeah. and so I think luckily for us, it's not going to be full capacity because um, that place is rocking and rolling uh, when it's full capacity flares and yeah. just chants and the whole bit. So I say it's hostile. Uh, I mean, if I was a fan, I think I'd enjoy it. Uh, oh, it'd as, be dope. You know, coming in a, as a, as a visiting fan, it's intimidating a bit. Uh, oh, I, we wouldn't wear our, our colors. I think we'd have to go like white t-shirt <laughs> and that's it. And, uh, and find the United supporters cause they're, they are nuts. Yeah. So, won't get to see that same atmosphere. I think they are letting a few fans in the stadium in Turkey. I don't think it's as bad as it is uh, in England's back on lockdown. But um, I don't think it's um, as bad. So they may have some fans in the in the stands, but not like it not like it normally would be. Well, we talked about the depressing week, Casey. I know it's it's going to be a bit morbid uh, right now. Uh, it's just. Inconsistency, you see. I know we uh, we were on this high uh, after we um, started off with the Newcastle, then led into PSG. Obviously, Chelsea the match didn't turn out the way we need we wanted. I think there was some false a false sense of hope on all sides, uh, players, um, coaching, uh, especially the fans, especially us. At, you know, us as a podcast and and pund- you know pundits and fans across the world. We had this false sense of a security after the PSG game. Then we go into the Chelsea game, and you know we said it last week. We laid an egg. It just it, it just wasn't there. Um, 
kind of like, okay, are we blaming it on people who are missing or what? The formation. And then we go into Leipzig. And we what do we do? We knock it out of the park again. Home run. Uh, Marcus Rashford hat trick in the last 15 minutes of the match. You know, Mason started it off with the, uh, you know, his his, his his goal. Pogba was getting involved. Uh, it's just, it looked like we t- we turned the switch. Then we started talking about this diamond formation and trying to how to get Pogba and Bruno on the pitch or Pogba Van de Beek on the pitch. Um, and you look at, I think last week it was Donny Van de Beek, Pogba. Uh, then you had Matic and Fred uh, on the pitch all at once. Then we get into uh, yesterday. Greenwood and Rashford up top. Obviously, it was Martial and Greenwood uh, in um, in uh, at all when they played Leipzig. Um, Donny um, replaced Bruno replaced Donny in that formation. Then we had Pogba, and then he puts McTominay in the position Fred was playing in on uh, on Wednesday, right? Then you have Fred playing in that defensive holding midfield. I mean, midfielder. And the back line was pretty much the same. Uh, we had Bazaka, Shaw, uh, and Lindelof and Harry. And obviously De Gea. We saw the lineup. When when you saw the lineup, what it... Because, I mean, I know we our text. It was interesting, I said. Interesting lineup. And you said the same diamond formation... And I think everybody thought that the diamond formation was going to be the end all to try to get in, get Pogba involved, uh, try to you know him Bruno, but then he just, my opinion, he screws it up. I've been I've been saying this for I don't know how long. Why are we playing Fred and McTominay together? And McTominay can't can't advance the ball, and he puts him out on the right in a more more of an attacking midfield position. I'm getting to the point, you see, where I'm I'm going to stop blaming the players because we know what the players are. They're not they're 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 shit. Consistently inconsistent. There you go. Yes, uh, I yes, you were a lot nicer than I was. I'm starting to blame Ole on this, and I know we talk about Ole in tactics and Ole in this. Ole in his team selection, because when you're down one nil to Arsenal, you take off Fred and bring on McTominay. No, there's no attacking in that in that in that regard. You know Pogba was having having a shit game. You leave him on. You take off Bruno, right? Uh, and then you take off Greenwood and put in Cavani, and then Vanderbeek came in for Bruno. It's just, I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to give this guy the benefit of the doubt of like, you know, he's not, you know, he didn't get support in the in the in the in the summer. Obviously, we needed somebody on the right, and it was evident there this weekend that we're missing because uh, that that piece on the right side, because Bissaka is a hell of a defensive player. Uh, he's kind of digressed since last season and going forward. And Shaw is what Shaw is. Shaw, I mean, he's he's big. I mean, he looks a lot bigger than he's been in the past couple of years. I don't know if you, if you think the same way. And he's not getting up and down the pitch like he should. And, and granted, Alex Tay is, is, I believe, I saw today. Today was his first back uh, with training, but yet we're yeah. still we're still missing that um, that piece going forward on the right. And then we're you know we're we're relying on McTominay. McTominay, you just say, say that we're relying on Scott F and McTominay on the right. What I mean, what is going on? You see, 
I, I, I think, you know, I give credit to Scott. I give credit to Fred. You know, we, 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 I, I'll just, I'll just take this L myself. I sung his praises. Um, you know, when, it, when that, when that duo of, of Fred and McTominay uh, first started doing fairly well for us after we got our butts handed to us six to one, it was those two holding midfielders um, that, that did a good job. Um, I think it's difficult. You already know how I feel about Ole. Um, I'm not going to change the way I feel about him. Um, you know, I understand he didn't get Jack Grealish. I think he wanted him. I think he wanted Holland. I think he wanted Sancho. Mm-hmm. He's wanted players. There's no doubt about it. Um, and, you know, you're not always going to get what you want. It's difficult, you know, for us to to sit here and say, oh, we don't want him to be here. He doesn't get backed. I I know, I, I understand and I know that at this point in time, Manchester United is very inconsistent, and that's everybody on the pitch. They'll have great games, nines all around, tens for some, and then they'll come out the next game, and you can't even give them a one, and it, it's that bad. You want to pull them at halftime. Um, I feel like he has good enough players, and I don't, I don't think, to, for me, I don't think that's debatable. I think you've got to put him in the right position, You've got to know where their fitness levels are. And if you believe that you have, you have to use it earlier than he chooses to use it. So I don't think the, the players, players get an excuse. I don't think the manager gets an excuse. Um, I understand the Glazers don't do what we as a fan base want them to do. I get that. And we're in debt. I get that. And I understand why there's frustration at the top. <clears throat> I just think that for me, I don't think he's getting the best out of these guys. And I don't think he holds them accountable when he's not getting their best. It's it's his he's the manager, so it's going to fall on him. And I know the the pundits and the 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 the, the players that played at United, they're going to speak up for him because that's their buddy. And that's what I would do. I'm just being real with you. If I played with a guy, if I bled with a guy, if I sweated with a guy, I'm not going to throw him under the bus. I'm going to back him up ten thousand percent. So I take some of what they say with a grain of salt. Some of it I get because they're passionate and they love their club. I just at this point, for me, when it comes to Ole, I'm not going to get on to him as far as the Ole out brigade is. I It was trash last year. We were horrible, right? Relegation, ESPN had us going down at one point. You know, it's, it's all going to crap. Where do we end up in third place in the Champions League? So is he capable of, of picking himself up, dusting himself off, and getting back up to where he needs to be? He absolutely is. He didn't have Champions League to to play with. He had Europa, which is a little bit easier. However, if anyone can do it, I'm going to give him a chance. Now, if we finish lower end of the table and you don't win Champions League, you don't win any other trophies, I think any other manager – would get looked at or at least put on a hot seat. Um, there's a huge interview on tonight. Uh, if you guys have already watched, you probably know what I'm talking about, but it's going to be Monday Night Football. Pochettino is going to be on. A lot of people are saying that the reason he's coming back on TV is because he's letting everyone know that he's available. Yeah. So I know everyone's going to be looking at that. I know everyone's, you know, just thinks that he's going to come in and he's going to change things up. He could. Tactically, I don't know, but I'll tell you what I do know because I've been here for a little while. 
He's not going to get back when he wants to get back as far as getting the players he wants. He's not going to get back if he gets Champions League. And he's definitely not going to be able to come out into the press and blame the board for anything. So those are the things that got him sacked at Spurs. He's going to have to come with a brand new mentality because they don't want Van Hall's and Jose's, the type of top quality managers that are going to speak out and say something. So if he wants to come here and change things, that's fine. But don't think you're just going to say, open up the piggy bank, boys, and I want this player and I want that player, and they're just going to come walking through that door. It's not going to happen. So I just want people, you know, I, I think we've been pretty consistent. If the players play crap, even the ones we love, I love Pogba. He played crap. I love Bruno. He played crap. Uh, Fred, love him. Play like crap. Um, you know, we're going to hold those guys accountable, but it's the same thing goes to Soskar. I mean, it's not working. It worked for about five minutes in that second half. Then it was dead again. You wait until the 70th minute, 71st minute to make a change. It's not good enough. You got to know personnel. Why are you switching up now Pogba's playing on the wing when you know he's consistent in the midfield? Like, that's just stupid. That, to me, it's over being the tactical. That's just dumb. That's just, that's just elementary stuff. So, you know, Mason, like, why is Mason out on the wing again? He can't hold up the ball. Cavani, to your credit, you've said it, is a striker, a hold-up-the-ball striker. Why is Rashford playing up front? He can't hold up the ball. We, we, we're fans, dude. We don't get to practice with Cavani. Ole does. Ole gets to see him all week. But he goes, no, uh, no, we're going to play this diamond, but then we're going to switch it up. We're going to let Bruno run the false nine. We're going to let him come back on the left. We can't bomb down the wing with Shaw because now Harry Maguire's left wide open. And I, I think that's a bigger issue. Than, and I don't think anybody's talking about it because it's Harry and they, they love him. He's the English, was the captain and this and that. But how do you, when Teles comes back, if you go forward like he can and you leave Harry one-on-one with the right winger, what do you think is going to happen? I don't think it's going to be very good. I think it's going to be quite horrible. So there's, there are tons of problems with the club. And it, it's not unfortunate because he's getting paid to do something that, in my opinion, he shouldn't have ever gotten an opportunity to do. It doesn't matter. He's there. And he's done a pretty, he's done a pretty good job. Um, but it starts with the manager. As, as, as pissed off as you want to be with players and that, that's where it starts. And that's where, that's where I'm kind of – because you know me, when – we've been talking about this for even before we started the podcast. I think there are players in that locker room – that have sabotaged now two coaches, Mourinho and Anole. And we already, you know who I'm talking about, the players that I'm talking about. And I found it very interesting trying to give Ole a chance, trying to give him, okay, he, you know, he needs time, he needs time, he needs the players that he wants. And he started bringing in the type of player he wants. You know, I mean, now I know we're talking shit about Harry Maguire, but shit, Harry Maguire is one of the best defensive players Last year, I know we're talking about last year. He did um, good. Um, Aaron Wambasaka. I think I still think they knocked it out of the park with Aaron Wambasaka because he's doing what you're paying him to do. He's he's doing good. Defending. That's what I mean. Um, I mean at the time, yeah. I mean Gary Neville wasn't a 
you know, bombing down the wing, you know, expecting Gary Neville to make plays. Gary Neville, Gary, Gary Neville did, but he had players in front of him, like Ronaldo's, you know, the the the, the type of players that, that can run on the wing and provide right. and provide service for your your strikers and your in uh, your central midfielders. You had those type of players, so Aaron Wambasaka is doing his job. That's, I mean, he's he's awesome defender, one of the best defenders in, in the league. Unfortunately, can't go forward. Now I guess we're playing in this new era that our you know our back you know our back defensive players have to get forward consistently. Yes, they would get forward. I mean, Patrice ever would get forward, but it wasn't on the it wasn't on the the level the demanding level that they're wanting now. Uh, and then he brings like Dan James. I think the jury's out on him. He was he's, he didn't make the bench this past game, and he didn't. He didn't I don't think did he even travel to. Uh, I mean, did, was he even on the bench for Leipzig? I think he just. Um, I don't think he was, but he he very well could have been. I think, and someone made a great point about James, and I want to get your thoughts on it. When we played Chelsea, you watched that game. I don't know how much of it you remember, but did you feel like, in your honest opinion, that we played better against Chelsea than we did against Arsenal yesterday? Because I thought, and I'll give you mine before you, so that you think about it, I thought that the Chelsea game was pretty boring. Mm-hmm. I thought we played fairly well. But I looked at the Arsenal game, and I thought Arsenal just bossed us <laughs> the whole game. No, they did. Partey, I mean, that Thomas Partey, I mean, I think what... Um, he was on the bench. He didn't come off against Leipzig. But go ahead. No, no you got me all screwed up. I was like... Thomas We're talking about Chelsea. So, so think, about, no, 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 no. think about the Chelsea game and then and then go to the Arsenal game. Which one was better, in your opinion? For us? Yes. For us as a team, yeah, do you think we – Chelsea. I think, so, I, I, thought, I thought, okay, this is – and this is it. Yeah, no, going, I'm with you. Going, I want to tell forward, you. I want to tell going you. Going forward to Dan James, he was making the runs. And Dan, but Dan, Dan James can't finish. I feel bad for his girlfriend, man. You know, he probably gets it started, but he can't finish her, right? But that's what he was doing. He was getting forward. He was getting in the box, and then he would just fucking lose it, you know? So uh, Mata, so, I mean, I mean, well, Mata's old. I mean, but he, we know about Mata. He's not playing in the correct position he should be. But but that's the thing. I agree with you, and I agree with the guy that said it, but it's Dan James and it's Juan Mata. Those are the two guys that understand how to play the wing and understand how to cut in. Does Dan James know how to score a goal consistently? No, absolutely not. But he understands how to track back, how to get back on defense, and keep his shape. Does Paul Pogba know how to do that? Absolutely not. And I I personally think, because I don't think Dan James is better than Paul Pogba. That's not what my argument is. My argument is certain players cannot play certain positions and that's where I think he drops the ball. Not, not about picking him. I love the diamond. Just run it narrow inside with that with the two attacking midfield players that you have. Don't push Pogba out wide because now you're wasting him again. And then it becomes the whole thing of, well, you're just making an excuse. Again, if you put the right players in the right positions, who holds up the ball better? Donny van de Beek? Or Bruno, who passes the ball with more consistency, with more accuracy. Well, limited, it's not even close. It's Donny Van de Beek. Yeah. So why do you play him against Arsenal when you know he's going to give the ball away too much? You can bring him off the bench. 
think of this one just really quickly. I know, I know, I know you had a point that you were going to make. I forgot my point. We keep going so yeah. Plenty. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> what 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 did what did Bruno do to the team when he came here? Ah shit! He, he changed it. Changed the game. Yeah. Made a big spark. Influenced the team. Why can he not do that off the bench as a spark? As a as a here comes this guy. You don't know what the hell he's going to do. You don't know what kind of pass he's going to make. Donnie keeps it short, simple, and sweet, and it works. He's a number 10 that we need. We don't need 71% pass accuracy from our number 10. It doesn't work. And the, and the problem is, this is why we're so inconsistent. The problem is Bruno scores two goals and has an assist, and you go, I don't care about 61 pass percent accuracy. It's fine. We won. If you don't hold your players accountable and you praise them for playing shit, but making a good pass and making one good goal, they're going to continue to do the same thing over and over and over again. It's like the definition of insanity. We bring we bring Van de Beek on uh-huh, at the what me. 80th minute no, yeah. to do what? It's like let him get into the game, let him start the game, and then if he's if if our simple passes of Matic, who should have started over Scott, but I'm okay with that because I can't. I can't, as a fan, say that Scott played crap against Newcastle because he didn't. And then the next game, he played good. And then the next game, like, you can't, you can't flip-flop. Like, fans I've been seeing all over, they're like, oh, Scott, play, I can't believe Scott. Maybe the positioning of yeah. Scott was wrong, but I'm not going to get mad because you pick him. I, but I'm just, if – go ahead. No, I'm just pissed because I've always said, why is Fred and Scott – they're the same player. They're playing the same. They need. They need. They're the same player. You see, and this. I is agree. What, and this I, is, I agree. One's stronger than the other. One's just yes. stronger and taller than the other. Exactly. I agree. You want to talk about the definition? Definition of insanity is trying to cater and fitting Paul Pogba in every lineup that we have. Changing your formation for that. That's the definition. And when and the and the obvious outcome is nil, zero, zilch. He doesn't give you anything. Paul Pogba does it. And then that's the definition. That's why I'm pissed at fucking Ole. That's why I'm like, he's not the manager to sit down and say, Paul, yes, they, everyone says you're world class. That's your that's your moniker. But I'm sorry. Uh, either you're going to be on the bench or you'll be up to the stands. Because I, I can't, you're a liability on the, on the pitch. He's a liability. He, I mean, he, liability yesterday. Um, everybody says when he comes off the bench, he's a spark. Yes. But I would rather take Bruno being a liability than Paul in a liability all day. Because you know why? Bruno gives you on both ends of the pitch. Paul does it. Paul doesn't give you that. I mean, like you're saying, if Paul is, you know, I mean, Dan James tracks back and plays defense. I mean, what is, I mean, I can understand coming that from a Ford and you're not going to track back. Hell, fucking Marcus Rashford and, and Mason Greenwood were tracking all the way back. And playing defense, I can understand why Cristiano Ronaldo, that's in that position, because Ronaldo now is a forward. You know, he's at up up front, top three, depending on the position. I can understand him. I can understand Messi not doing it. But Paul, you're supposed to be a defense. I mean, you're supposed to be this box to box midfielder, this midfielder. You should have defense. Some some sort of defense should be in your locker. And that's where I'm getting I, when it comes to what you're talking about, Bruno, about Bruno being on the bench and coming in and giving us a spark. I'd rather have 70, 71% accuracy and playing him and Donnie at the same time than having Paul in there as a liability, defensive liability. And then he gives you, you know, 
he gives you what a, a flashes, just like Bruno he gives you flashes once in a while when he wants to. I just I, think I, I lost you. Yeah, I just that that whole thing about about inconsistency, and this is where like I'm like again, I'm already I'm 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 I have one foot on the only out bandwagons because of the stupidity that he does with picking the team and consistently needing having the need to pick players and put them in because what. Um, the board tells you to. I mean, I'd rather have Dan James in there than Paul Pogba. You know, it's just it just pisses me off, and I think that's going to be totally the, the the downside of Ole. That I mean, the downfall of Ole uh, is having to you know play these players that first of all don't want to play for him. I mean, and there's no ands if or buts. I mean, there's players on this team. I mean, that don't want to even play for the Crest. They're collecting a paycheck. I just. And his team selection is inconsistent. You know, I mean, it's just, he's not reading the game. He's, I mean, and again, it goes down to is he really a manager or not? I mean, for this team, for at this at this level, when again, getting back to the big Tom and a Fred, you want to play defensive? Fine. Play it. In, play a four-two-one. You know. To have that defensive, uh, um, you know, presence with with you know Fred and McTominay, play a four two one, and have Bruno up there, and then you have your 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 top and play a three up front. Then you have your four attacking because McTominay and Fred, I mean Fred more so than McTominay gives you more more offensively. But he should not be playing on the right of part of a diamond. It's like. It's lopsided, and then you have you're expecting Aaron Wambasaka to you know overlap with with McTominay. Is he even fast enough to get him back on defense if Aaron's stuck up top? I personally don't think he is, but again, that, that's why I'm saying so Fred probably doesn't did it better against Leipzig because Fred was that, playing that fuck that in that part, and then we had Mata as the kind of the rover kind of stopper. That's what I'm saying, and 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 we we don't know. Maybe maybe um, he's being. Uh, strapped kind of with the uh, the fact that Tellis is out with COVID. I'm glad that you said he's back um, practicing with the squad, um, and maybe that maybe he wants to run five at the back and he can at, at this particular time and move and move Shaw in so that you have that kind of overlapping um, left wing back, if you will. Um, I just think at this point in time, you know, right now, I think it's just again putting the right players uh, in the right positions. And then playing to their strengths. I don't think it's ever, sh- it should ever be about um, trying to play around players or, 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 you know, put players around these guys so that they fit. But I do think it's about putting the players that you get in the right positions and playing to their strengths. So I agree with you. If I'm, if I have to pick between a right winger of Dan James and Pogba, I'm picking James 10 times out of 10. If I have to pick between Dan James and Pogba in the midfield, I'm picking Pogba 10 out of 10. So it's not about um, Ole trying to, I think, stick guys in. It's fine if you want to play Pogba and, and Bruno. I think it's that's fine. I, I told you I wouldn't do it. But if that's what he wants to do, it's fine. But you can't then all of a sudden say in the second half, now I want you to play out wide. Now I want you to now move to the left. I want you like it looked like they were kind of doing their own thing, just kind of mm-hmm. figuring it out on their own what they were going to do because there's no subs coming. It's almost like he told them, "Look, y'all got a good hour and a half, <laughs> and if you and, and then maybe 
I'll, I'll switch it up. But this is my plan. I'm sticking to my plan for an hour or an hour and 15 minutes. And, um, and that's it. So I just, it's about being ruthless. It's not about if you hurt their feelings, it's fine. They're, it's not that they're not going to get a big reward, which is a huge <laughs> lump of money when they get done. So if I can see it at home, I know Ollie, he's not a very vocal rah-rah on the sidelines type of guy, but he's watching the game. There was a meme I loved that it had him show him playing Candy Crush on his uh, on his iPad. But I know he's watching the game. And I really started to believe that he believed that we had depth, that we had, you know, enough to say, hey, man, if you ain't playing right, if you look fatigued, if you ain't tracking back, you're out. Like, I don't I don't care who I don't care who it is. I don't care what your name is. I, I was starting to believe that. I really was because Pogba sat his butt on the bench. Bruno sat his butt on the bench. Donnie didn't even get a chance. Matic sat his butt on the bench. Like he was sitting players. And no, Bruno's a huge name player that everyone loves. I don't think there's any Bruno outers that are out there. He sat his butt down. So I was starting to feel like, okay, he gets it. He understands you can't play them all. You're going to play every three days, every four days. You got to start sending a message one and two, watching their fatigue so they're not ran into the ground, so we don't have this dead team by the end of the season. I don't know. It's like he's right back to let me just stick with this crap, and even though it ain't working, it's zero to zero, so we're all right. Yeah. And when I do bring my subs in, we're gonna win the game. Because I mean, I, I, I know you want to get to your point, but just really quickly, the Leipzig game five zero. Does anyone really believe it was really 5-0? I know the score was, but did we beat their ass? Did we control that game? Did we dominate? It's like, no, we we know that we did. Did we play well? Absolutely. Same thing with Newcastle. Doing well, playing well, end of the game we win. PSG, doing well, doing okay, 80th minute, Rashford scores a goal. It's not like we're coming out and we're dominating these teams. We're just controlling the ball. We're holding on to possession for more. Like, it's not like that's happening. Yeah. We're winning these games late, and then we win and we celebrate, and then we lose and we're ready to go, you know, off ourselves because it's just the end of the world. We're not close to there yet. Yeah. Well, I mean, it goes back to last year when you, you and Matt and everybody, uh, Taylor, were, were bagging on me when I'm like, eh, you know. You, you, you said that, and I agree with that. I think – our point is is that is is this. Yeah. Yes, we were crap. However, everyone else was crap too. Chelsea was crap. Yeah. Uh Le- Leicester was crap. Spurs were crap. Arsenal was crap. Of all that crap, we managed to be behind the two teams that 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 was first and second, no doubt. Mm-hmm. And we finished first behind those two teams. So yeah, I think everybody was shit at the end of the year. I think we were all tired. I think the COVID break screwed a lot of teams up as far as team chemistry. Le- Leicester probably the most because I felt like they were a Champions League team for sure. And so it's it's not that you're you're right in that they looked bad, but they were worn out. I mean, and and, and I think that's you can you can probably make that case for several teams, but at the end of the day, you got to show up and you got to play. And to his credit, that's why I said I'm not going to get on this Oli out train and get it. What the hell? Because we were doing the same thing last year. We were screaming and hollering and yelling and what are we doing? And, and where did he end up at? At the end of the year, he ended up in third place, a Champions League spot, 
tons of cash to the club. The boys are all excited. We have an opportunity to bring in new people because we can say, hey, we have Champions League football. He did that. Like he's going to get, he should get credit for that. And so he's going to get slacked off whenever he has a performance like this. But, you know, I heard him say something to the, towards the effect of um, it's not a big deal uh, in his press conference. And uh, can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, okay. I heard him in his press conference. He said something about it's not a big deal being in 15th place. Um, that worries me yep. because, it, you, you know, you want him to say, I'm just not excited about where we are right now. And oh. it just it goes back to that point of he can't say anything that's going to wake the board up. He can't say it's not going good, that the players aren't there. Like he can't do it. He can't because I almost feel like he's in that position of I'm happy to be here. Like I got relegated. I played I, 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 I won at Molde. And now Manchester United called my phone and said, would you like to manage the team? Are you freaking kidding me? I, I, I honestly think that if he does not get backed in January or next summer, I think he'll resign. And I, I, I honestly do. I really do. I, That's a huge I, statement. No, no. I, look at it. I mean, if he didn't get back this summer, the players he wants, and then mm-hmm. we're dealing with the same shit about the lineup. I mean, our... I forgot who who was it. Was it was it uh, Roy Keane? I think he brought the fact we have fucking six midfielders, dude. You know what I mean? And we're trying to juggle these six midfielders when we haven't addressed the forward positions. Um, and again, this is getting back to well, needing to play Pogba. I mean, Fred, Fred and Mata, or Mata. I mean, I'm Mata. McTominay. Then you have Mata. I mean, they're all technically a lot of these guys play the same position. Bruno, Donny, and, and Mata play that, that number ten. Pogba, who knows? I mean, I've, I don't even know ninety million a ninety million uh, dollar position is, you know. But uh, whatever, he's a center he's, mid. He's a center mid. He's an attacking center mid. That's in my opinion. I could be way off. Okay, but that's where he does his best. That's just my opinion. So it's just, um, it's I, I, if he does not get back in January uh, or uh, or the summer. So give me your give me your opinion on who do you think he wants? Who do you think that's out there that he wants to get? Are are we looking too far forward? Do you do you think he's looking for four more players, two more players? Well, we need four at least four. Yes, we need a. But that's but see that's the real me and you. I'm saying Ole. Do you think? Because listen, Jesus, you've made better substitutions than he's made several times. So. I don't. I know you know what the hell's going on. What do you think he's thinking that that team needs to be a better team before the end of the year? So come January, what do you think Ole thinks this team needs? Center back. Center back. Okay. Right wing. Right. Uh, okay. Right. Yeah. Right winger. Right winger. Okay. Right now, I don't think a center forward would be the, the an option, a major position, but. I do think we need a, a real a real center forward. Um, okay. And right, I hate to say it, right back too. I might yeah. say I don't say that's a position of real need. I don't think we need quality. Um, we need a quality backup because Aaron, yeah. we need to give Aaron Wambasaka some competition and God, whatever happened to Brandon Williams? To, he's on the bench. No, he was on the bench he's last the bench. game. No. Uh, yeah, but I mean, he's not getting game time, so it's kind of like. 
I was just happy to see him on the bench because he was playing U23s and he had a great run to get a penalty in the last U23 game. I mean, clearly, clearly a senior player for me. Yeah. So it's kind of like the center back's probably the main position. And I'm sorry, right wing is the main position we need. We need to get. I know there's some talks with this this, uh, Turkish guy out of AC Milan. Yeah, you looked him up. He is a winger. He's a winger. It kind of worries me if the guy can't get. Playing time at Milan. How old is he? Is he 20-something? Young, 20s. I can't remember. 22, 21, 22. That worries me because Milan is not wanting to extend a contract, I believe. That's what I read about this guy. And I'm not going to even try to pronounce his name. No, No, I got I'm right there with you. (laughs) I'll I'll wait until they give him a nickname when they come to United. Meanwhile, Lozano's balling for Napoli. I don't know. I put it out there on a tweet a couple days ago. I didn't want to say anything. Meanwhile, he's out there just cutting people to death. I mean, just slicing past people, scoring goals, guys. This guy, we, and Jesus said it on the pod. I've said it on the pod. So I don't want to hear if if he becomes available. I think he's 25. Telling you guys, fast, strong, can pass, can score, plays on the wing. I don't know. And he's a lot I give him a look. He's, he's a lot cheaper. He's a better option than a hundred. Hundred. What a hundred. I do it in a heartbeat. I do it in a New York right? second. I do it's it in just, a New York second. And that's what he needs. And if he doesn't get back, I would. I, I would question all his. I, I just if, like I would, your statement. I would question all his integrity as a football coach. If you know you're yeah, not going to get fucking huge. back, if you're not, if you know you're not going to get back by the board, and they're basically setting you up for failure because. That's what they did this season. I remember, I think we talked about it. Uh, it was, I don't know if it was on the record or off the, uh, on the pod or off the pod that if they sack him, it's not his fault. You know what I mean? If they sack him because he, there's a bad run of form, you know, it's not, it won't be his fault because they never backed the man. I mean, they gave him Cavani. Over the hill, Cavani, we're still, the, the jury's still out on him. Yeah, exactly. Vanderbeek. It is added to more of an attacking presence in the midfield. I mean, I know Jack Grealish. I don't mean probably Vanderbeek is a cheaper Jack Grealish, and or Jack Grealish was, uh, was somebody that Ole did want. Yeah, but uh, it's just we never addressed the posi- real position of need is the one we need with to get with to get pace and with. And I was always said I didn't think oh, hundred million pounds. Look at I mean it's too much for a player. I mean we're look at look at. Look at Paul Pogba. I mean, he's not worth it. He's not. He was not worth ninety million dollars. He need pounds, dollars, whatever. I mean, spending that kind of cash on a player that is not going to show up. I think I'm not saying Jaden Sancho won't, but he just that's hundred million is a lot. I mean, when you even look at Messi and Ronaldo, I mean, spending that much money on up, you know, Ronaldo was at seventy nine million and. I guess, yeah, at the time, uh, I think it was at the, the first move, Madrid right? Got the, the the Madrid got the return Rio. on investment with that, but I mean, yeah. Ronaldo's a once in a generational player, you know. Yeah, I'm not saying Jaden Sancho is. is he's, I don't know if he's that type of player. It's just things like that. It's just, I think he, you know, he'd resign. And getting back to this whole the, the 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 first topic, I think, and we'll close on that and start getting to player ratings. I, again, trying to please everyone and trying to fit everyone into this you know it's like a what's that phrase trying to fit a square peg in a round hole and -hmm. that's what he's trying to do with this lineup and this team he's trying to fit a square peg in a round hole and and it ain't working he's trying to please you know trying to get Pogba on the pitch trying to get uh, Mata and Bruno because he knows defensively his defense is shit probably because he knows that Harry Maguire can't cover 
And, you know, Lindelof has been up and down this season. Yeah. Uh, you know, Juan Basaka can't get forward. So if he gets forward, who's going to cover him in the back? Even though the guy can track back fucking great. Uh, but, and then Luke Shaw. Luke Shaw again. I mean, I think he's he's lost a step for some reason. I, I And that's my opinion. Uh, you know, he's played well when he plays in the back three. But playing on that left wing, it's just, it's just hard. I just, I, I don't, again... This is where I question, and, and I, I question his substitutions. Why does he wait so long? He just waits and waits, and then he's, he's stubborn. And he blew. I blew a gasket. I fucking blew a gasket. I didn't mind, you know, the Fred McMatich. That wouldn't have been my first substitution because we, we we needed an attack. Uh, I don't mind the, the 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 substitution itself. I mean, you could do Fred or McTominay, but you bring in, you know, you take off. Bruno, and you leave Pogba in, and then the Cavani thing. Well, I, I mean, he needed to get on the pitch. It's just some of the things like you know, he the substitution he was making is just I've been questioning it since day one. I'm like, what are you doing? What are you, I mean, I, why are you doing? I thought, I thought Bruno and Pogba both had a stinker. I would have oh, pulled yeah, them both, and I that's why I'm not, I, I wasn't mad. like, I was like, Bruno's okay, Pogba's coming. Oh, shit, Pogba's staying. So I thought maybe he thought, well. He'll stay out there and maybe he'll be that spark because Bruno's percentage, I think, was at 71. And I think Pogba was, was at like 85 or something like that. This does, it, it doesn't matter to me. Like I said before, I know Mata's going to hold the ball up. I know he's going to pass the ball. Is it going to be a spectacular 60-yarder? Nope. But it's going to be a 10-yarder that makes sense. It's going to be ticky-tacky in the box that makes sense. Donnie, same thing. It's not going to be as spectacular every time. He can do that too. But the most of his passes is simple, effective, right to your feet. Give it back to me. I'll have a shot or you have a shot. Very simple and easy. Those two, that's two easy substitutions. You guys played crap for 45 minutes. You're out. I'm going to get you guys out. Mason, you're next. You ain't holding the ball up. You can't hold it for two seconds or bullying you off the ball. You ain't had a shot on target. You're out. Cavani's in. I got a, I got a new striker. You're out. Yeah. Change up my formation. Maybe you play with Marcus. Like, it's simple for us to sit at home and drink a beer and watch the game and get pissed. I don't know what's going on in training. But I know for me, it looks very simple and very plain. You're the players You're that are out there, they're, they're playing, <laughs> playing crap. Grab ass, playing, you know, putting uh, Instagram photo <clears throat> videos or making fun of each other and Shit like that. I mean, this is a serious time, man. I mean, I mean, this is dog. These are the dog days of summer, and like entertainment and baseball, and they're playing grab ass. Like, oh, let's. let's just, everything's great. We're fifteenth, and that's that's all his problem too. When he when like you said it in the interview, that uh, post post the uh, post match conference press conference, that he doesn't. You know, he didn't. You know, doesn't see it as a bad thing. Yeah, he's fine with it. It's like what the fuck, man. I mean, this is a time when you need to, y'all need to look yourselves in the mirror. Ain't no more playing around. No more having fun. It's work. And that's the I, thing. Like I, we don't have that on the team. We don't have. I mean, we'll get to leadership here in a bit, but we don't have that. We we don't we don't have it. But I think what we do have again is that ability to to pull at heartstrings of of fans. We go to Turkey and win, and then everyone's gonna go. Look how he played. Look how he play. And I do it too. I'm guilty of it as well. I get caught up in the moment. I watch my team win. I'm excited because my football team in America is horrible. 
And, and so I get to focus in on this and we do well. And I go, oh man, this is great. And, and then the next game comes and it's Everton. And I know they're not playing very well right yeah, now. It's the but it, we come up to another team and we just let them dictate play. It's almost like he's just been so looking forward to Champions League and all of the players have that they're just like, well, maybe we'll win Champions League. I got news for him. It ain't no way in hell they're going to win Champions League. None. You cannot be an inconsistent team and win Champions League. You can might get to the final. You can ask Spurs about that. Shout out to all my Spurs fans. But you ain't going to win it. The team that's in that final is there for a reason. At least one of them is there for a reason. There's not going to be two flukes in there. No. So I just I think he needs to focus up. I think the main thing for me after analyzing this season so far, find find your your formation that you like. Not that the fans like, but that you like, and then go with it. That's what I think he yeah. should start doing. Yeah, of course. Let's uh, let's see if that happens though. Not going. All right, you see, let's get to player ratings. And it's gonna be this is gonna be very quick, trust me. It's uh <laughs> um Devin De Gea. Didn't have much to do, but uh I give him a seven. Yeah, I mean I'd give him a six, seven. I, there wasn't a whole lot going on. This this game had zero zero written all over it. So I I I'm fine with a seven. That's fair. Masaka. It gets tricky. Yeah, it's gonna get tricky. That player rating right there. I, I don't I don't think that he it was just horrid. No. I I I definitely I'm I'm over saying it to the TV screen. Stop trying to play it out from the back. I'm over it. That's being coached to those guys. Yeah. I refuse to believe that all of them are saying, you know what, guys, we're all Barcelona players at heart. So let's just pass it out from the back. I'm over it. I think that's the only thing. I'm sticking to that. Um, he does not know how to do that very well. None of them do out of the back four or five, if you want to call it that. Um, so I, I would give him a seven. I was going to go with a six. Just, just I don't, because, there's nothing wrong with a six, yeah, seven. That, that's yeah, not that's crazy. Right there. Well, Lindelof. I thought Lindelof was the shining star of the game. I know he's not consistent, but I thought he was the best on the field. Um, I'd give him an eight. I thought he was, I thought he did what he needed to do. I thought he'd be, Got back well we needed to, defended well. Um, I didn't have any issues with his passing. I, I think he paused a little bit when it was yeah. time for him to pass. He does this thing where he puts his hands up. But um, I, I ultimately, um, I think he was the best player on the pitch. No, I, and I agree. Uh, and it's kind of sad to say one of the your, your, the defensive liability that we had at the with the first couple of games that we wanted him out and we wanted buy in. Now he's turned a corner. That's not sad that he turned a corner, but. He's you know he's winning the you know getting the highest points on a on a player rating scale, uh, but yeah I'd give him a, a seven you know I, I I think you know he like I said he was he was the only um he was the only as you say shining light of this horrid game. All right, this defensive partner, what do you think? As and cap and captain and captain. Listen. You said it earlier. Why do we keep catering to Pogba? Why do we keep catering to this dude? Like, why? What? What is it? Is it the heading? Like, is it the fact that he can clear the ball out on a corner? Maybe. I. That's all I could think of. Um, oh my gosh. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. 
I'm not going to kill the guy. It wasn't like it was his fault that he lost or he like, I'm not saying anything like that. I would give him a five. I would give him a five. I don't, I'm not blaming the loss on the defense. No. I just think when you've got pacey players going forward at him, he has a hard time dealing with them. That leaves everybody else, you know, because he's supposed to be the back line, the wall. Um, I just don't see it. I just don't see it this season. I don't know. Maybe last season was an anomaly. I don't know, but I, I'm not seeing it. I'd give him a five. See, this is where I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to differ from you because – and the, this is and, and everybody's gonna laugh at me and tell me this is a stupid reason. I think five. You you know I'm gonna go off that 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 little point right there. That that's gonna be my starting point. If he wasn't a captain for this team, I would give him a six. But since he's a captain for Manchester United, I give him a four because I'm lumping that captaincy armband around his. You know that I'm lumping that into the fact the factor of his grade as a player. If you've chosen to be a captain. And you don't do that on the pitch, you know. I'm taking a little, deducting a little more point, you know, more points from you. And he there's just, nothing wrong with that. He just he didn't do it. I mean, he couldn't kick, you know, kick it, you know, get anything going, you know. He just it just and then when <laughs> when even with the Pogba thing, and we'll get to Pogba's you know penalty here in a bit. But did he? Did, I didn't see him go up to the the ref and you know argue the point of uh, Paul Pogba. Did you? No, and and, and I, like involved, I said, it's like, come on, man. I don't think I don't I don't think that that what you said is in his character. And to your point, it needs to be like you can't the be the captain and not. It doesn't matter. Pogba's All penalty right. was yeah. a penalty. Yeah. Ten out of ten, it happened. He screwed up. Go over there and say, check the var. Are you sure he dove? Whatever you gotta say yep. to, to 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 do something to 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 possibly change something. Yep. It doesn't mean you're being a douchebag. No, you're being a captain. You're speaking up for your players. You're making sure they understand that you've got their back. Exactly. That's not that's not something that and it should be, but it's I don't think it's in his DNA. I think to your point earlier, Keen said it. It's just not in some of these players' DNA. So I don't know. All right, Fred and McTominay. We love them because they kind of play the same position. Um, Fred played great before today. I thought he gave the ball away way too much, just way too much. And I think the positions he gave it away in, um, they have a chance because, you know, I know Arsenal fans are going off and they're yelling and screaming. You guys controlled the game, but you didn't really – you didn't give De Gea too much to do. So let's just – Look at the fact that in a month, Arsenal have have not scored one goal from open play, not one in a month. Like, that sounds like a team so, I know too. So, <laughs> so you know, we've scored some open play goals in Champions League mm-hmm. against uh, Newcastle. We've scored some goals. So, so they got they got to pump their brakes a little bit too. I know they won't, but it is what it is. Fred for me gave it away way too much. Um, I know I sing his praises, but when he plays like crap, you got to call him out, and he did. Um, I would give Fred a three. I was gonna go with four, and then invite, and then flip it around. McTominay get a three, in my opinion. That's. I mean, Scott was. I don't even know if it's possible, but Scott was worse That's for me. Got a three for okay, yeah. And I and I would I would go three, maybe even a two. I just think that again, the positions that he chose to to go to, 
I've got the um, average position um, of where these guys were at. Um, we can we can put it on the on the website on the website on our um, channels if you guys want to check them out. But I thought he was worse. Gave it away wor worse. Um, so yeah, I, I go with the three as well. All right, we'll save Pogba for the last. Okay, Bruno. Bruno again. Um, you know it's. It's one of those, another one of those games for him. He doesn't have it, and I and this is just him. And I don't know if maybe the Portuguese uh, national team can say it, or maybe one day United will come out and say it. He's not looking for a simple pass, like he is looking for a home run each and every time, and it's driving me nuts. Um, I love what he did for the club, the spark, the the fire, the passion. I love I love his passion still, um, but the fact that he can't just simply keep the ball moving, that it has to be a killer pass. Um, I just I'm I'm I don't like it. I don't like it. I, you're the midfielder. You're the creator. You're not the beginner of the other team's attack. That's not your job. I feel like he does that way too much especially in a game where we needed to possess the ball. We needed to make them work on defense. Um, I didn't feel like he did a very good job of that. Um, I would give him a flat four. And I want to I give you this stat, too. Um, <laughs> this is a great stat. Harry Maguire had more shots than Greenwood, Rashford, Bruno, Pogba, Fred, McTominay, Donny, and Cavani combined combined in that game. Harry Maguire now, our center back who I just killed, he had more shots than all of those guys. I'm reading one more time. Greenwood. One, he had one shot. He's one header. He had and, and I, with that, 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 that blows my exactly. mind. That blows my mind because <laughs> I was like, dude, we had to have a, I mean, Rasher had a, could have sworn, I mean, Leno, Leno, Leno is his name, right? Leno, I was like, Leno. That's him. I think he was a little more active than, than, uh, I at least for what I thought. Now you're reading stats, I don't, I, but I could have sworn he was a little more active than uh, than De Gea was. Harry Maguire. So you know we we talk about the fact that these guys didn't play well. We talk about the fact that it looked crap. Like I said, if you know Pogba's not playing well, he shouldn't. He does not deserve ninety minutes. It doesn't make. Any sense on it? I don't care if you're the biggest Pogba fan in the world. Watch the game. You tell me that at 45 minutes he shouldn't come off the pitch. If you say if you say he should have stayed, okay, fair play. I'll give you 10 more minutes. You tell me he made a difference because for five minutes the team did. And I know I'm getting off topic, so I'll let you, I'll let you go. But I just, I just want to read that stat real quick. Go ahead. Go on to the next player. No, well now since you segued into Paul Pogba, I was going to let you. Go ahead. Go ahead. Keep going. Keep going. I, I'm just. I'm not just talking about him. I'm talking about all of them. Yeah. And I and I bring I bring him up to to make a point. He has to be ruthless. Ruthless. I told you all week you're gonna play. I told you all week you're gonna do great. Then the game comes, and you look like crap, and it ain't getting no better. You got about ten more minutes, brother. You got about ten more minutes, and then guess what? I got this young uh, Dutch kid that we just bought. He's freaking, he's phenomenal. Only spent 40 million on him. I'm about to bring him in. Like, I'd, I'm fine with it. 
And I don't think any Manchester United fan, if you watched the game yesterday, you would have been like, oh, Pogba's coming off? He was making such a difference. No. <laughs> Bruno's coming off? He was making such a difference. There are going to be good games and there's going to be bad games. I just think for me, you have to look at where you're at if I, if I need to make a change. I want Pogba to play uh, attacking midfield. He was in the first half. It wasn't working. Let me move him to the wing where not just – I have another stat. Not just that penalty he gave up yesterday. Same position he was in when he gave it up against Spurs, playing out on the wing. Did it against West Brom. Same thing. We all know he isn't pacey enough to play on the wing. But let's put him out there and let's see what's going to happen. I know what's going to go down. Well, okay, well, give me your stat. What is What was his red player rating? Oh, I would give him a three. No question about it. I'm a three, too. I give a three. I give him a three, no question I'm, about it. I mean, I, you, 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 you know me, you see. I, I, I don't think he should be on the team, but I, I just. He wasn't good enough yesterday. I just, I mean, That's it. I, just, I saw him plenty of times when he lost the ball, and he, he looked. I mean, maybe I'm just looking too much into it. Maybe I'm kind of like trying to psychoanalyze this, this man's player. And I, he looked at the, the guy that, you know, took the ball away from him. And he kind of like jogged. And then he's like realizing, hey, I probably need to try to get the ball back because everybody in the world's probably looking at me. And then he just kind of like hustles, like, you know, like not hustles along, but like, you know, just tries to make it look like he's going for the, you know, the defense, right? It's, this is what I think about Paul Pogba, folks that don't like him. Mm-hmm. If you don't like him, and I'm not saying you don't like him as a person because you just spoke highly about him in the last pod. I'm talking about as a footballer. It's going to be very, very difficult because I have this with football players, American football players, um, football players that play you know, football. If I don't like you and you mess up, you ain't finna get no high praise from me. It ain't going down. Yeah. So I, I understand where you're coming from. There's nothing wrong with that. That. That's what sport is about. Yeah. My dad, I don't like you guys know who Chris Collinsworth is. He's the commentator for the uh, yeah. for the Sunday Night Football. He played for the Bengals at receiver. My dad didn't like him. To this day, my dad's sixty years old. He still hey, I'm like, Dad, he's in the booth. He's not even. He's not even gonna put on a jersey. Hates him. So that's sport. That's fan. That's hard. That's that's yeah. when you know you love the game. You analyze it and you speak on players. There's nothing wrong with that. I think it's good to have Banner. Me and Jesus have it all the time. It's good to have Banner. But when they play bad, uh, 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 Pogba Brown Noser is going to go, well, I give him a seven because he passed the ball well a couple times. Well, His pass saying. accuracy was 85%. It doesn't matter. That's what you're saying a lot. It's like I, I, I'm, This is what I'm saying. When he plays well, I'm going to praise him. Yeah. When he plays crap, I'm going to give him a three, which I, which I gave him today. Yeah. I think what people are looking for from me as a Pogba fan, because I am a fan of his of his play, they are looking for every single game has to be nine out of ten. And I'm not saying that in a bad way. I'm not saying that in a bad way because there's tons of people that say if you call yourself world class, every single game is nine or ten. That's how some people view it. And these are these are not just fans. These are people who play the game, who play the game and go. You know why I know she or she is world-class? Because every time they step out here, we go, oh, crap. I've heard players like Troy Deeney say that about Pogba. I've heard players like Paul Scholes who have played say he ain't good enough, not not consistent enough. So, again, 
there's a balance of for me players who play against him and they go, oh yeah, when 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 he came on, when I saw Pogba, I was freaking out. And then there's players that go, eh, he's okay, he's really good, and then he's not. So I think it's a great debate. I think, like I said, if you're a fan, um, you're gonna go one of two ways. You're gonna you're gonna defend everything and you're never gonna slag him off, or you're gonna be a, a realist and you're gonna say, look. I would have took him off at 45 minutes. I thought all they was going to give him maybe 10. He wound up giving him 90. Yeah. So, so, so maybe he's thinking to himself, okay, you won't start in Turkey. You'll come off the bench. I don't know. I don't, I, I, that's what I think is going to happen. You know, I think Donnie will start again. That's what needs to happen. Uh, Rashford Greenwood. Uh, they didn't have service. That, that's the thing. I know you talk about it. Uh, Oof! You know we talked about it last year when we talk when we when we talk about uh, Anthony Martial, mm-hmm. and you you know it's kind of brought up. But last year, how can he do it if he doesn't have any service and whatnot? And both of them, I mean, the midfield was crap. So, do I fault them? No, I I, I would give him average, straight down the middle. Both of them get fives for me. Um, I thought you know they you know. And that's more so on the on the on the along the lines because they track back, play defense. Uh, they weren't nothing. There's nothing spectacular. I think Greenwood um, lost the ball a little too easy sometimes. Uh, I don't know if they're finding you know they're 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 kind of finding out about him on what he likes to do. Um, there were several times there's he made a spectacular move one time to bring the ball back in, and he almost you know it looked like he got it in. Uh, it was and it was like a weird angle too, uh, but. You know, it it just they didn't do enough, and Rashford as well. He was just, I think he was just living on the high of scoring a hat trick, and he had to sit. You know, him like you said, being up top, maybe that's not you know where he needs to be. A true center forward need you know we need to have it up there. So it's just I give him both fives. I know I'm kind of taking the easy way out, giving him average, you know, uh, but I I do they didn't have a service easy. No, I I. <clears throat> I don't agree that they didn't. I agree that when when they got it, they didn't know how to hold it. Yeah. That's and for me, you're gonna hate this. I'm just gonna say it because I love you. Mm-hmm. That's why they miss Tony so much because when when he gets it, he holds it. Greenwood is too <laughs> weak. So when Greenwood gets it, he gets knocked off the ball too easy and or makes the wrong decision. So I would give Greenwood a three. I give I give Rashi maybe a another three. I just think that we missed Tony because I think he's the best holdup that we've got as far as the striker position is concerned. And I think that um, you know I would still play those guys. You know I I think Greenwood's going to be one of those players that you're going to talk about um, when it's all said and done for him if he stays at the club. I think you're going to talk about this kid uh, as the being the all-time leading scorer um, after Rashford passes uh, um, Rooney. But I, I just I think that with Bruno being on penalties, um, it is going to put a little bit of a hitch in uh, Marcus's giddy up as far as uh, getting that making that happen. Um, but you, but you never know. But I just think both of those guys, um, Mason's he's a forward, he's not a winger, um, and it sucks because. You put him out there, and you you want him to hold up the ball. You want him to link in. You want him to link up play. Excuse me, 
Um, you wanted to get back on defense. Um, I just think so much of what we needed yesterday was just to hold on to and control the ball. And we just couldn't do that. And that's credit to Arsenal. Like they had a game plan. Um, Thomas Partey, I, that guy, the fact, the fact that Atletico Madrid put a release clause in that guy's contract might be the dumbest. It might be the dumbest bit of business for them ever. And I think Simeone spoke to the fact that he didn't want to let him go, but they, these, some of these guys, they put release clauses in their contract and I can't believe, I can't believe for the life of me that Fred McTominay and Matic and United's eyes was good enough. And they thought, ah, Partey, <laughs> Atletico Madrid, <laughs> he, he killed it yesterday. Oh, so like, uh, Roy King came out there and said that he reminds him a lot of Patrick Vieira. Oh, he was, he was amazing. Yeah. He, he allowed players to play like they've never played before. The center midfield players that played for Arsenal yesterday, they know, I can go ahead and take off. He's going to clean it up. He's going to clean it up and get it past and moving again. Make it happen. When you have players at CDMs, that's why I think Matic should – it should always be there unless he's not fit. Um, he, he allows you as a center mid player to go forward, to know that you can go forward and someone's going to have that holding spot there along with that back four. Um, Scott and Fred can do it in spells. I'm not – I'm not going to not say that. It's not fair. We can't sit here and sing their praises and they have a horrible game. We go, oh, why would we ever play them? They played well. They had good months. They just didn't have a good game yesterday, and they needed to. That was a huge, huge game. And I know everyone's Champions League, you know, we're super pumped because we got nine, six points and we're, you know, probably four points away from clinching a spot in the uh, knockouts. But uh, I just, I just think that those guys – um, that were out there. They just had a bad game. Yeah. And, I, and you know, is it the fact that it's every three days, four days? I don't know. I, sure, I don't know. Last year we were playing Europa League, and that was on a Thursday, you see. So this bullshit yeah. about, you know, we're playing on a Tuesday or Wednesday. That's, a, that's plenty of time. And if we play on a Tuesday, it's Saturday. We play on Saturday. Play on Sunday, we play Wednesday. So it's just, I, I, I don't, nah, I, I, nah, nah. Uh, we played last year Europa League, and that's traveling to freaking Kazakhstan and shit. You know what I mean? A day playing right. It's just not. No, I don't know. I'm not going to give that to the players. I think we have a bunch of. See you next Tuesdays, if you know what I mean. Not, I, I, I will. I'll, I will never disagree with anyone who tells me that the club, mm-hmm. and, I'm, and I mean the club, is inconsistent. You can't. You go through. One, two, what, four managers. You're on the, you know, you're on the fourth. Excuse me, since uh, since Sir Alex, just be consistent. And that's what I'm saying. I'm not. I am not getting on that. Kick him out. Get. Let him finish. Yeah. Let him get through the year because everybody was doing the same thing last year. I'm not on that. No. It he he it was bad. And then he 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 got us back. Him and the players, and he has he has more players than he had. Last time he tried to go on a run. Did you give a score to, for them? I, don't, you're... I think I predicted us to win two to one, no, didn't no, I? No, 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 no. The, on the players. On those two guys, kid. Yeah, I, I gave them both threes. Both threes, okay. All right, player rate. I mean, I'm not going to even talk about the bench. Cavani, they they didn't play enough. They didn't play enough to put any, you know, to give him a. I just give Ole. I'm going to give him a one. 
just because he sat there and, and played Candy Crush on his on his little <laughs> monitor. Uh, he, he showed up. That was great. Me, and, uh, <laughs> oh man, it was so um, good. Speaking of the match, EC, there's there's two things that I think we need to address. Paul Pogba came out after the match and basically, I'm not saying he fell on the sword so much, but he addressed his play. Ole, also in the press conference, obviously addressed his play. In my opinion, this Paul Pogba's, you know, post-match interview is a little too late. And that's what I, I want I want to talk about. Is it something that we everybody knows? You know, everybody knows it. You know, you're not you're not up to par. And he comes out and, and, and says that and tries to fall on the sword. And then Ole basically reiterates the same fact, same deal. I mean, I don't have a problem with the player saying, you know, you should have did better. It was a horrible decision. I mean, you're beat in the box. I just played a game yesterday, a bunch of 30-year-olds and 20-year-olds that didn't make it you know when you're in the box, like, you know, especially in the prim, like if you breathe on a guy or if you fart on someone, they're going down and they're probably going to get the call. So it's a stupid decision. It costs us the game. So he's got to come out and he's got to say stuff like that. I just, again, the level of inconsistency from top to bottom, it's been there for, I'm going to go with eight years now. It's almost like these players get here and I'm hoping it doesn't happen to Donnie because it's already happened in the Bruno. Yeah. I hope that that doesn't start happening to everyone that comes and just goes, guys, don't worry. If we win, if, if we win or don't lose, if we win or draw, everyone's going to think it's okay. And when we lose, yeah, they'll get upset. They'll get mad. But listen, you know, who's going to be at the press conference. Ole. Ole will be there, and they love Ole because he scored that goal. Remember in 99, he scored that goal? So they won't they won't worry about it. It'll be okay. We got big-name players here like Pogba. We got Bruno. We got Rashford. He's feeding the kids. He's scoring goals. We got Rashford. Everyone loves the rap, the, 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 Mark, the Tony song. Everyone loves that song. So we got, we got good vibes at Manchester United. We don't yell. We don't cuss. We don't scream. There's no passion there in that sense. But we have a good time. You know what I tell my five and six year old players? I tell them to have fun. I just did a, I just coached a, a five U uh, tournament for soccer. I tell those boys to have fun because you know what? Ain't nobody getting paid. Everyone's just worried about snacks anyway. It ain't that big of a deal. But United, it's a little different. It's a billion dollar business, billion with a B. The players are getting paid tons of money mm-hmm. every week, not every two weeks like we get paid, like us average folks. Every week they're getting a huge paycheck, not a little one, a huge one, and tons of people care. So I I don't think one player, because I do think Bruno has some passion. I'm not going to slag him off and say he doesn't. I've seen it. Um, but I don't think one player, player can do that. I think a coach can. I think, I think a coach, just like Jose, who I talk crap about quite a bit, can come in and speak his mind and say you're playing like little girls. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to tell you right now, you can't do that under this regime. You can't. You can't come out and say how you feel. That's why I've, I've just now scrolled through and saw some of the stuff that 
that Putch was saying on this interview that I haven't had a chance to watch. And one of the things he said was, I'm available. So, so he's putting it out there. He's letting it, he's letting it go. He's putting it out there. He's saying, hey, I'm here. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. I'm telling you, because the moment you start talking crap about this ownership and the fact that you don't get your players and you don't get what you want money-wise, it's a wrap. See you later, Van Hall. Thanks for the FA Cup. See you later, Jose. Thanks for the win in Europe. What's Ole won? Ken won crap. Arteta has. I know we laugh at the community shield, but he won it. I know we laugh at FA Cup, but he won it. Ole's been here two years. Arteta's been there, what, six months? And he's won two cups. Trophy case is looking nice and cleaned off. Ours has been looking dusty since Jose was here. Well, I think this this next topic segues into our last, one of our last topics. Um, Roy Keane's comments after the match. I know he's getting blasted a lot, obviously from the apologists. I call them player apologists. These these talking heads um, on YouTube, Twitter, whatever, whatever you want to call them. I'm getting tired of it. It's so, it's tiresome. You know, always blaming somebody else rather than the player. He came out, he's been saying, he's been consistent on his message. (coughs) Excuse me. Saying that these players aren't playing, you know, up to their standard. Uh, I think even came, came, you know, and they talked about, is it an Ole's fault for the motivation? He's like, no, it's not. If they, if they, if these players can't get up for a Premier League game, you know, then they're not the right players. And then I think he went on to ultimately say that these players are going to get Ole sacked, which I believe that I believe that's true. Either he's going to get sacked, or I just said it earlier. He's gonna quit because there's no there's no board, uh, you know. Uh, there's no board uh, board backing, and I've always called now. I've always said in the show that I call these the Dallas Cowboys of Premier League football now. And the Dallas Cowboys, you're a Redskins fan, so you know the Dallas Cowboys are a joke. Up, up. I gotta stop you there. We are no longer the Redskins. I'm messing. Yeah. I say it about once a week. I'm messing with you. Yeah, it's kind of a. I do it all the time. Of, don't, and I don't want any. I don't want to hear any Washington fans say you don't do it because I know you do. So yeah. don't even try. You've been doing it for a hundred years. Now all of a sudden. We got a new name, and you just spit it out every every time. I don't yeah, want to hear it. Go I, ahead, what you're like, saying. I like to see. Uh, <clears throat> I don't, we can't remember the "Hail to the Redskins" chant. I mean, exactly, you can, exactly. Because when it sing that when shit. it open, exactly when it opens back up, ain't nobody gonna sing it. I don't believe it. I bet you are gonna hear it in the stands. Yeah, Whatever, I bet you. Right. You know, you're a Washington football team. Hey, fan. yes, there you go. yes. You're, so you know the you know you Dallas and Washington have a, a huge rivalry. Yes. You also know the history of Dallas. They haven't won shit since 1996, the Super Bowl, yeah. 1996. Yeah. But billions of dollars, they think they're the grossing, the highest grossing team in, in the land. In the world. In the world, I'm sorry. Well, that's what I mean, the land. Um, You know the problem they have? Jerry Blair, Jones. Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones. Mr. Jerry. I'm Jerry Just Jones. like the Glazers. It's the yeah. same thing. Yeah. And the problem with Jerry Jones is, He's, I mean, the Glazers probably don't have the relationship with the players like like like, like Jerry does. Jerry, yep. want, Jerry wants to be one of the guys, one of the yep. boys. So <laughs> in, since Jimmy Johnson, Jerry Jones has undermined every head coach he's had. I know it's a little different, you know, the premier, you know, in the prem. 
Um, but that's a fact, though. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely. I'm it's a trying, fact. As a as a as a cowboy, as a struggling cowboy, as a I'm gonna I want to I should be on rehab for this shit. As as much of a <laughs> cowboy fan I am, as a struggling cowboy fan, you see that, and play, where players have more rights than the coach, and I'm equating that to this team right here. This team has more rights than the coach does, because I'm pretty sure that the agents go to Woodward or. You know, maybe they have a backdoor channel to, to the Glazers themselves. They say, well, my players, you know, they probably this bitch about how the, the coach doesn't like them, what they did to, with like, what they did with the Jose Mourinho. And, and and you just undermine, you undermine management's position to the players where, hey, I don't respect you. You don't, you know, you don't have the, you know, you're not the Sir Alex. And that's what, that that's the case. And I think that's what, I think that's what, I don't, I'm not necessarily what, what uh, Roy Keane was getting at. But this is my perspective coming in, you know, coming into that factor where, I mean, you need to have the Bill Parcells, you know, motto. If you want me to cook dinner, let me buy the groceries, you know. And there hasn't been a manager like that since uh, since Sir Alex. They're like, we'll give you this, we'll give you this. We're not going to give you everything you want, but we're just going to get you his. I mean, get you this per this piece, this piece. But you know, when it comes down to it, it's you know, uh, we're not going to back you when it comes to. You know, getting rid of a player because we, oh shit, we're still hanging on to players since I think what the last Sir Alex signing we barely got rid of, like this summer, right? No, Jones is still there. I forgot. Everybody, yeah, still have Phil to... Jones is still on payroll, yeah. over over a hundred grand a week. Yeah. And we still we still have Jesse didn't Jesse didn't come in under oh, Sir yeah. Alex. He's he came academy. in under or under. Uh... He was an academy player though. I'm not I'm not, he... a, I'm not accounting accounting academy players. Yeah. I mean, I, Jones, I'll give you. No, Jones, like, signing wise. I mean, yeah, I'm gonna Jones, that. and then and he's still here. Yeah, he's still here. So it's kind of like one nothing. of those things. It's like, you know, we're still having, we're, we're still using players that you know on their on their team that are four coaches ago or managers ago, and it's just, and we can't, we're not, we're not getting rid of them. We're not getting rid of these players that are, you know, that just that a coach says I need him out of here, and I think, well, I think, all um, um, yeah, he froze again. I think Mourinho. Mourinho still had, you know, said the same thing about, you know, several players that are on this current team that, you know, and I think Paul Scholes has, Roy Keane has, some of these players that are on this team are going to get Ole fired. And I, I haven't totally agreed to that. So, I don't know. I mean, it's just, it's, it's difficult. It's difficult to, to understand about, you know, the, 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 the modern day player. Because you and I have both talked about when we, you know, obviously you played at a higher level than I did in college. But the type of player that we had ten years ago, maybe fifteen years ago, compared to the player we have now, it's it's they're soft, you see. And I, I mean, well, I, I know that's probably the total, the most disrespectful thing you could tell a player in any sport is they're soft. And these play, this this age group of players, they're soft. Well, I'm not going to disagree with you on on the soft or hard factor. However, I think Keen, who in his rant. One of them from yesterday had many said, slap someone in the face, punch him in the, you could do that back in the day and not even get a yellow card. Mind you, like if you guys watched football back in the nineties, certainly in the eighties, look at some Graham Zunas, go, go Google Graham, go Google these guys that we're talking about and see how they played football. It was a different time. Um, you know, there's people getting red cards. We didn't talk about Gabrielle's red card that he should have got after his second yellow that he didn't get. But there's, it's a different game. 
And I know what he's saying, and I agree with it. There should be someone, a player that doesn't, doesn't knock someone out, but but at least in the locker room is getting on to someone. Keen wants to see visibly on the field who's grabbing one of the players by the collar and saying, what the F, what are, what are you doing? I just, again, I don't think that this day and age, and it, and it translates through. I was so shocked when I saw that Chicago Bear player hit the Saints player in the yeah. face twice. Yeah. But that's what he's looking for. He's looking no, for, he's hey, looking for if you do my dog dirty, I'm about to punch you. And he punched the guy. No, no, that's what it, I, no, that, I mean, no, 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 no. That's not, that was blatant assault. You know? No, 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 no. But what I'm saying is he assaulted the guy because he felt like someone did something to his player. All I'm saying is if you look at the, even even just look at the Washington versus Dallas game uh, last week, we hit a guy illegally in the head and no one from the Cowboys even attempted yep. to punch. Fu- you got to do something that shows the whole club. We don't play around. You want to slide tackle my guy? I'm coming to slide. Listen, hey, Keen would yeah. slide tackle. If you slid tackle his his center forward. Guess what? I'm coming. I don't even care if you didn't do it. One of your players is going to get it. I just think that it was the day and age for that. And there was a there was always a player, and I'm not saying King couldn't play technically because he could as well. But there was always a player on your squad, just like hockey today, that you knew there was an enforcer. You knew there was someone running around that pitch that was going to knock your head off if you acted stupid. And I think that's I think it's different now. I think. Players in t- in today's game, it's image. It's not just playing because we want them to play well, but they want people to love them. Why? So they can get TV deals, so they can get ads, so they can get followers. It's just a different time. Yeah. You know, Keen, Keen playing the way he played in the 90s, he would be on a red card <laughs> every other week and never play. He'd be suspended every three, every, every three games. So I get what he's saying from a, of a standpoint of who's going to be the, the guy, who's going to be the boy that stands up and when something's not going right, gets in someone's face and shows some fire. Because for me, we look dead all, all day. I know there was a small spark five minutes into the second half, and then it just the flame died out again really quickly. So I like what he's saying, but I always, I always take a step back and I go, okay, who's talking? Did you play with the guy? Did you play at the club? It, I, I have to take that into account. For what, I love what he's saying. Don't get me wrong. I love it. I love the fire. I love the passion. But I always go to, okay, let me just let me just take a step back and figure out who it's coming from. I want to hear what Keen said come out of Ole's mouth. No, no, fair play to Keen. He's great. He's doing a great job after his career as well. But he's supposed to do those type of things because that's the type of player he was. You're not going to expect him to go, oh, it was a pretty good game. No, you're going to expect the same fire and passion that he had when he played. I need that from Ole, not from a pundit who doesn't play anymore and doesn't coach. I'm going to say this because I'm not talking about getting red cards because there's a fine line between a yellow and a red. And Absolutely. Obviously, the law, the, the, the books, the law states it as, as such. And I'm going to get back to another uh, another pundit because we're running out of time here, and I want to wrap this up. Uh, Gary Neville on Nobby Styles. Uh, obviously, Nobby Styles passed away. Um, I think Saturday. What did he see Saturday? Uh, United. I think I think it was Saturday. Yeah. United legend. 
Um, not in the sense of Bobby, Sir Bobby, and you know we'll send our you know you know our respects for him here shortly. Uh, but he, um, he, I think one of the thing, greatest things that I think uh, Neville said that uh, your best friend on the pitch is your cleat studs. That's what Nobby told Gary. There's a difference. Again, I'm not. I'm not blatantly. I mean, when you say going and punching a guy in the face, maybe Roy Keane was shouldn't have said that. But there's a difference between a hard tackle and a red card tackle. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I think yeah. that I think that's what he's getting it. And I, players today don't have the hard tackle. Don't want to get themselves in there. You know, they're very few and far between. You see, and yeah. Those those players to get down there and get in there, and I think I used to love and it's. Um, People might uh, hate me for this. Snodgrass, right? What's his name? Uh, I know what you're talking about. I don't remember his first name, but Eric, I think. Yeah, I think. Uh, was it him? Was it not Eric Snodgrass? Is that not, is, am I getting his first name wrong? We look like we're American right now. <laughs> I know Snodgrass. I know you're talking about. Well, he, but he, I just, he, I just that, to your that, point. That, that it's, it's, and I think we don't, have, we don't have dogs on this team. We have a bunch of cats. And we want, oh, we want Bruno to be a dog. He ain't a dog. Uh, at least he hasn't showed enough. And showed that Robert, before. Robert Snodgrass. I'm yeah. sorry. Um, I just, I just think, I just, it's just not. I don't know how else to say it. I just can't. They're not looking at things the same. We, we don't have the replay back then. Wasn't the replay we have now, and the reasons for the replay are different. We might see a slide tackle, and go. Oh, the guy got the ball, and then he, he came. Then the commentary goes, "Whoa, whoa! Wait till you see it in slow mo." And then in slow mo, guy gets the ball, and then gets the guy's ankle. Ankle looks like it's going to snap off. They kick the guy off the off the pitch, mm-hmm. and that's oh, what I'm saying. It's a, fine line it's, you, it's a fine line you have to walk, DC. That's <clears> what I'm saying. I'm, no, I, I just, no, I, 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 your point's valid. And, and, I'm just and, saying. And, and Var, Var only came came from uh, was started up last year, and I've been saying this team has been soft for I don't know how many years prior to Var. No, I, I understand what you're saying, and, and VAR has been put into place. Yes. But what I'm saying, but yeah. what I'm saying is, I feel like the 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 way that the game is played now, and you'll hear commentators who played in the '90s and '80s say it all the time. That wouldn't have been a foul, a red, a, a yellow card in my day, and it's true. It's just it's a different. It's the same thing across the board. I think hockey is probably the only sport where it's truly played. The way that it was originally played, it's just it's it's a there's a there's a guy I talk about all the time that commentates out here, and he calls our our nation a sissified nation nowadays, sports related because you can't hit in football, you can't tackle in football, you can't you can't do NBA, you can't touch or hand check. They used to get fouled down the lane, clothesline. It was a simple foul. Now what is it? Two shots and you get the ball back. It's a different day and age. I get what he's saying. I'm not. I'm not going to sit out here and say because I know Jose said it. If he said it to Spurs on day one, I know he told United y'all are soft. Like y'all don't. Y'all are tissue. Cottonelle should be our mascot because y'all are soft Charmin. and you need to be Sherman. Yes, because you need to be getting harder and being a tougher group. And like I said. And he said, to your point, it's in your DNA. You're born with it. You don't need no pep talk. I got a kid on my team, five years, six years old. When I say listen up and all the other kids are playing with hair and doing, he's dead square centered eye to eye, face to face 
in my eye. He's six. It's in his DNA. And it's not my son. So I'm not sitting here bragging about my boy. My boy's wandering around looking for the snacks. It's in you or it ain't. Now, doesn't mean you can't learn it, but I think it takes a coach to make you want to do whatever he asks you to do. I get it. The players are responsible. They're the ones kicking the ball around. They're the professionals. They're getting paid. But if you're crap and I'm your coach, your ass is coming off. He ain't doing that. He's letting you fight your way through it for weeks and weeks and weeks. So I just, like I said, it starts at the top. I know it sucks. I know that's Keen's boy. You know, they played together and all this. and You know, they played the same club and all this. But I'm just telling you, man. Let me ask you this. I know we got to go. Do you think another manager with these players would have us in a better position right now? No. 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 No coach in the world. No coach in the world. You can get you can get Pep Guardiola in here. You can get Jurgen, Jurgen Klopp in here. No. With these players and the board and and the Glazers, no. No, because the Glazers and the board. I mean, sorry. Um, what's his name? Fuck, I forgot his name. We, Ed Woodward. I'm sorry. We haven't talked mm-hmm. about him. We haven't talked about him in a bit. I'm, hey, we have an Ed Woodward free show, kind of. Um, <laughs> No, because they wouldn't allow him to get rid of. I mean, what Jurgen Klopp got rid of? How many players in his first two, three years? And uh, Pep Guardiola's first year, fucking he cleaned house. But I'm saying no, no, no. You, see, I'm, I'm saying you plop him in right now. No, no changes. No plop. So you don't think he's taking players off the pitch if they're playing crap? He's taking them off, but what is he going to get out of them? I mean. He, we, it's, this is just my this is just my suggestion, uh-huh. and I don't know what your thought is. Yeah. If you set the tone as the manager that I don't allow crap to be on my pitch, but, it sends a message to the other players that you have to play at a high level. They got they, they, had, they had this, that same tone set with Mourinho, and look at Mourinho; they got him sacked. No, 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 Mourinho, no, Mourinho did what he was supposed to do, in my opinion. Mourinho no, 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 spoke no, no, no. out. No, 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 he didn't speak out. I mean, in the, in the locker room, yes, I'm, I'm, yes, where he got fed up to the point when he started talking about the players in the media, because Mourinho, yeah. th- that's just not his repertoire to start out doing that. I mean, after he starts winning, he, you know, he deflects from his team. But once <laughs> his team starts saying, you know what, we're not, gonna, we're not good, when he, when they, then he'll fucking call him out. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like no, 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 with no. with even with Spurs last year, he called out a couple of kids for not I'm working not hard enough. Yeah. And I, that's what I'm saying. I like that, and I I think yeah. that a not so nice manager would do that. I just think always he's too nice. If you have soft players, oh. if everyone's soft and the manager's soft, no. I don't. It it doesn't. That's what I'm saying. Like you gotta have somebody. I think someone with some cojones that came they in had, and they said, Hey, sacked. they had, they had a manager and they got him sacked. I agree with what you're saying. I'm it's just true. saying, you don't, don't... agree. It's, it's true. No, 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 no. <laughs> I agree with what you're saying. What I'm saying is I think they can get more out of, because I don't think Van Hall had a better team. I don't even think Jose had a better team than all they had. I no, think he's yeah. had the best team since Sir Alex has left. That's why I'm saying plop another manager in with these boys. I'm not talking about the boys that, that Jose had, other boys that Van Hall had, even though they won trophies, they didn't have this team. I think this is the best team we've had since Sir, Fer- since Sir Alex Ferguson has left. 
he's not going to get any more, and that's just my opinion, any more out of these boys. Why? They're not scared. There's no fear of losing anything. Why would I fight when I ain't got to? <laughs> like, why? It just, it's just like, it's just like, I don't understand how people look at it and go, they're going to run through a brick wall for this cat. Why would you? Because he played for the club and he scored a goal in 99? Mm-hmm. No. You know if you play crap, but you got a big name, you're playing. You're playing. So I I just think a new manager who's going to call him out, bring him out, and say, hey, you got your 45. Yep. It wasn't good enough. I seen him take – I seen Pep take Fabinho out. At 35 minutes in the game, because he didn't like the way it was going, and Fabian was pissed. Doesn't matter, dude. That's not how we play around here. That's what I'm saying. Another manager who has some cojones that you stuck him in there now. Okay, what would be the difference? What between a new? I'll give you two. Go ahead. A new manager coming in and us second. What do you know? What's the difference then? So you're saying same mentality. So so you're saying the players stay the same, right? Yeah. Okay. You say Bruno. Yes. So let's say all the players stay Harry the same. Maguire? Softest, softish. Yes. Softest Charmin. That's what you, I like, I like your Charmin reference better than Cottonelle. Say they stay the same, but the, the voice, the voice you have to listen to, to get to, to play, or you stay your butt at home is tough and demanding and only expects a hundred percent and starts pulling players off the pitch. And start saying things like Pogba played crap. Bruno played. You don't have to say that. All you have to say is, all you have, listen, you don't have to say crap. You can say Bruno played, didn't play up to his expectations. We were looking for him to pass the ball at a higher percentage. That's nice. But it's still saying we look, we're looking for better. Willing to call the players out in a respectful manner. You don't have to. That was the one for me. When Jose calls you out, he ain't really worried about your feelings no more. He's going to call you out. You can do it in a respectful way, but they know, they know, hey man, if you don't play good, dude, you got about an hour and then the next dude's going to get 30 minutes and then, and then, and then it's going to be on to the next. I just think that they, they don't need a nice today. He says in his press conference, it's okay. You and I I would be, you, we and you would be throwing stuff at the press conference people that ask us questions. If we were coach, we'd be throwing microphones and Gatorade bottle. We'd be pissed. He's fine with it, dude. I agree. I agree. But I, I I just, just like, uh, just like, it's the, it's the revolving door that you're afraid of. And I agree with you. Just like, uh, I think Gary Neville even reiterated it too. Um, the players in that locker room will get any manager sacked, no matter their pedigree. The players in that locker room, and I think you know who they are. I'm not going to say. Well, it. I'm not going to say it, but um, because do we have to end? Or can I get one more point in? You can get yeah, go real quick. So, so I I understand where he's coming from, but if Ole, is the 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 person that, and I love him too, if he started saying and doing things. That the other two legends, these guys are legends in football, that they started doing, he would be gone too. So he has to say to him, Neville and Keen, those guys should be honest and also say, because the board's not going to let you speak out either. That's also the truth. No, it's, it's not fair. It's not fair to just say, oh, the players will get you sacked. 
I don't. If you put Louis Van Gaal's team up against Ole's team at Manchester United, it's no question who has a better team. But Van Hall said, you know what? My motto is we're playing some defense. And we knew it. We knew when the game started, it was going to be low pace, slow, defensive football. But we won. You go to sleep watching the game because we won 1-0 or 2-0. But we won. Same with Jose. You might not like the, the tactics. The players, the players you might get pissed off at the dinosaur movement. They're giving up but on we won. We have a bunch. We have. We, they gave up on Ojose and they gave up on Pololi. That's one extreme. Because you're talking about a, a disciplinarian coach like Klopp and, 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 and Guardiola. They went from one extreme, the uh, authoritarian, to the lovable, right? Because and they started playing with the lovable because oh my god, this is you know, this is something new. We don't have. We're not. We're not um oppressed like we were under uh, a Jose and then what they do they started they gave up on him the it's the players on this team you see yes it's a board the the reason the Jose you know yeah it might have gotten sacked it would by criticizing the board was probably a, uh, a it's a, the it, end it was a start so, you, you got to no, be it, tactical it, about it was it. the starting was a starting point because after after that he needed he needed players he didn't get players he was pissed when they made the board, the, 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 when when, uh, when when they came back from Australia, he was pissed, and then he's like, you know what, fuck it, I'm not gonna get, I'm, I'm not gonna get back. And then what do you have? You have players that want to play for him. You have players. That, I mean, ultimately, it was the players that gave up on him, and now they're giving up on Ole. So you can have, uh, you can have, you can resurrect the bones of uh, Sir, uh, Sir Matt Busby. These for this squad with a heart, with a heart, and I'm gonna call him out. I said they're soft. They're heartless. They, have, they lack no heart. All these players. Until they prove me wrong, you see. And then, you know, who am I? I'm just a fucking, I'm just a guy here I, in South Texas. Until they, they, all of them lack heart. Period. I, I think they have heart. I just don't think they have consistent play. And I, like I said, I know that, that people don't want to hear it. But I've played for great coaches who are hard and sweet. Because you got to be both. You can't just be an yeah. asshole. You got you've got to have someone that you're going to be willing to run through a brick wall for, yeah. and I think that the inconsistency comes from the consistent fact that it doesn't matter how crappy you play, I might just play you again. And so you, you know you can't say one thing and then have it be another. In that Ole says, "Well, we've got some strength and depth. We've got some players that can come off the bench," and then you don't play them. Yeah. <laughs> like why? You can't do that. So. I hope he figures it out, and I'm going to ride with him because, like I said, last year we were dead in the water, and he pulled us out of the water and put us on the boat and got us in Champions League. All right. Well, that'll end our bipolar our bipolar podcast that we had this week because we were ups and downs. You see, we ride the roller coaster in this team, and it's getting it's getting a little tiresome. But, um, yeah, we'll see. Um, real quick, we have uh, the Turkish team. I'm not going to I'm not going to butcher their name. Uh, score predictions, real, real, real quick. United three to one. I'll I'll agree three one. I was gonna go three nil, but uh, that's just I'm just wishing too much. I mean, it seems like we're kind of giving up goals. <laughs> you know what I mean? So we'll see. All right, guys. I just want to thank everybody. Thank you for uh, listening to this show again. Uh, actually, a um, quick uh, quick thing from uh, Sir Sir Matt. Uh, Sir Bobby Charlton, I think the club came out and uh, said that he's been diagnosed with dementia yesterday. 
uh, uh, it was released, I guess, by his wife. So prayers to you know to Sir Bobby, and uh, let's hope to see him at see him at some matches, uh, especially here in the in the future. And hopefully we we can play better in honor of him, because you know with a, a disease like dementia and Alzheimer's, it's um it's a rapid uh, it's a rapid decline. So let's hope um let's hope he gets you know he gets to see United uh, flying and you know running and gunning and flying again, and um, you know hopefully we can play the rest of the season for him. All right, guys. Uh, special shout out to Ro from the Rodos Podcast, Mark Hutchison son from the South Texas Trainwrecks, Victoria Montsevice from Alice in Wonderland Food Trucks here in South Texas. Guys, go, go to our website, check her out. Her food's good. Uh, Axe Daddy's Throws House, Axe Daddy Throw House, uh, and, and uh, Lucky Diaz, where you at? Being attractive is the most important thing there is. If you want to catch the biggest fish in your pond, you have to be as attractive as possible. Make sure to keep your hair spotlessly clean. Wash it at least every two weeks. Once every two weeks. And if you see Johnny from